Hello everyone, welcome to the Lesbian Supper Club podcast, the first episode of 2024. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. I wonder if anyone's actually had any, like I don't know if people have done resolutions this year. I feel like people are like. I haven't seen many of them. No. People be like, I'm not going to be doing this anymore or I'm going to be doing more of this. Yeah. But I haven't seen as many like resolutions as such, which I think is really good actually, because why would you wait until a new year to want to do something or change something? I also feel like it's like setting yourself up for failure. Like I feel like you give yourself an intention. You put so much pressure on it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like you can actually just do any of these things. Any any day of the year. Yeah. If you want to cut out that toxic x you can cut her out at any point you don't have to wait until the 31st of every year to do so i also would argue that a lot of people are just saying that they're going to be meaner this year and i quite like it yeah people have said like previously this year is the year of like being mature mm-hmm. like moving on letting it go and and now people are being like this is the year this of the is hater the year of the bite back yeah this is the year of the bitch this is the this year is of my the year of vengeance down. vengeance what else <laughs> resurrection resurrection without the erection lesurrection lesurrection (laughs) lesurrection yeah i just um yeah so if any of you 2023 fuckers who fucked us over in 2023 be grateful it was 2023 be fucking grateful but you know what when we say lesurrection it means that we're bringing it back from 23 bringing it into 2024 with the bad behavior i'm bringing all the negative energy yeah back (laughs) <laughs> you can't the negativity can't get at you when you are negative think about magnets. i have brought in with negative i have brought in the new year with negativity because i've brought it in with a fucking chest infection you really have so i've literally embodied it from the inwards out i also feel like if you were to get two magnets and you put two negatives together they bounce off each other whereas if you had like a positive and a negative it sticks together it's sticking yeah true so just be negative and you'll bounce off the That's why, <laughs> talking about that, that's why narcissists never date narcissists. Narcissists yes. will always be good friends with narcissists yeah. because they validate advocate. and mm-hmm. advocate for each other. But you'll never catch two narcissists in a relationship. No. And also 2024 is already like, it's gone off with a bang. I mean, Gypsy it's gone Rose. off with a billboard, baby. It's gone with a billboard. Billboards. Billboards. Reading, so stands, if you catch us we'll actually put like a full list on the story because i still don't know really like (laughs) where where they are in specific location Mm. if you get a photo in front of one Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of prizes coming your way yeah what should we do there's lots of stuff we can do just like a kissing booth no imagine how much money a physical gift freya that we can send people how the (laughs) fuck are you going to send people oh I was just gonna say apart from the billboards I feel like 2024 has already brought in like a really chaotic energy which I kind of like yeah uh, Gypsy Rose and the Jeffrey Epstein yes yeah. so Gypsy Rose Blanchard if you all don't know already you need to watch the act because it's like a depiction of her life it's like a real mm. what's it called it's like a documentary series but not a documentary it's ba- it's just based off of her life so basically gypsy was really badly abused her whole life by her mum to the point where her mum would fake every illness by proxy yeah but she used to fake her daughter's age so that she would always be under the age of 18 yeah so doctors always needed the approval of the mother mm-hmm. and 
she got her feeding tubes. She had even, her teeth taken out. She even cut out her um, salivatory like gland. You know the gland oh that produces saliva because she was drooling because she was on so many fucking meds. Oh my god, it's awful. That is horrific. Like it made is, her shave her hair so she looked more ill. Mm-hmm. Had all of her teeth taken out. Like oh. just like the most horrific. Wouldn't stuff. let her walk. So the story is that she ended up being like under house arrest by her mother basically without even realizing it because she'd never had any real interaction with the outside world and then she ended up meeting a guy online who Mm -hmm. clearly was like fucking psychopathic anyway but they basically plot to end her mother's life yeah because of how awful she was to gypsy the boyfriend at the time was, I think, doing a life sentence, but rightfully so. She yeah. got like seven years, I think. <laughs> was it seven or ten years? It was ten, but it was reduced. All the yeah, person, so good behavior as well. Yeah, good behavior, wrongly done. Wrongly she, convicted, yeah. I, I fuck hard with Gypsy Rose. She's a fucking icon. She's really... Do you know what I love so much is that everyone was making jokes before of like betting what Gypsy Rose was going to do when she got out. And they were like, she's going to make a TikTok like as a joke. She made a TikTok day one. She made an Instagram. She's already oh, got millions she, of followers. She knows how to navigate the social world. She's a genius. Yeah. And honestly. Well, she's already done, which I really want to watch. She has done a reality show on herself. Has she? Which, yeah, which was filmed the whole time she was in prison. No way. Yeah, yeah. It's coming out soon. See, we were saying what reality show do Cash we in, baby. She, she, we'd want her to go on. And Imagine her on the Kardashians. Imagine Gypsy <laughs> Rose on Selling Sunset. Imagine, imagine, she, imagine she becomes a real estate agent <laughs> and starts selling houses with the Oppenheim group. Oh, that would just be iconic. I, I'd buy a house off her. I'd buy a house off Gypsy Rose. I'd be like, I feel so bad. I'd be like, I've got to buy it. The thing is, baby's cashing in and I'm fucking here for it. Oh my God. And also her boyfriend. I hope she's getting paid. <laughs> yeah, not only, not only um, is she getting paid. Me, then he's not her boyfriend. He's her fucking husband. Thank oh, you yeah, very much. Oh yeah, husband, sorry. Let's give some airtime to her husband. Which apparently has given her amazing D. Yeah, I was going to say, not only has she been getting paid, she's been getting laid. Like apparently he's got like, big dick energy and she she loves he, it and she loves it she's having the time of her life um she was on this chat show this talk show and they were say this is one thing that i thought was really really creepy this is worse to me than the murder is that 250 men wrote to her when she went into prison mm-hmm. which i find and really like proposed disturbing. to her right yeah which i find really disturbing because like even though she was 23 i think when she went in yeah she was like a child. Mentally, yeah. She was about and 13. And she looked like one yeah. as well because of how much her mum had like mm-hmm. drugged her, mm-hmm. starved her, everything. She looked underage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... She's 32 now. Yeah, but yeah. we all know that men ain't shit. So sadly, I'm shit. not surprised. I mean, who is surprised? Although I have been watching on my TikTok timeline about her husband and people keep doing those like AI face morphing app things, which shows that her mum and her husband literally look like fucking twins. And I now can't unsee it. And it's kind of weird because (laughs) I don't think this would be a conscious thing from her. No. But maybe she chose him because of the similarities to his mum. I mean, imagine her mum didn't die, got a sex change and came back as a husband. Literally people have been like, this is her mum. Like she didn't die. She went like off, come back. And now she's controlling her again. She was like, you're not getting rid of me, bitch. Yeah. So she is the mum's, the mum could still be cashing in quite literally. Imagine that would be like the twist of the century. I, that she faked her own death, let her daughter go into prison 
to come out and make that bare cash. And within that time that her daughter was in prison, she Went undergoes a sex, a sex change. The thing is a gypsy is that I feel like she's taking her opportunity. They're going to have a proper wedding apparently. So I want to befriend I wonder if she'll sell her. tickets. <laughs> no, I actually think she could. Yeah, I think they'll get a magazine deal. Oh, I, <laughs> okay magazine, English style. I think it'd be Vogue. Talking of magazines, we're going to be in a magazine next oh, month. Oh, we are, yes, Cosmo. Yeah, your little lesbians made it into the Cosmopolitan Valentine's series. I love that. Which is going to be out all over America and all over the UK on shelves. Amazing. So yeah, Gypsy Rose is an icon. Talking about less iconic things, Jeffrey Epstein's list mm. has been revealed. Mm-hmm. And... There was a lot, there were some names that initially shocked me, like Kate Blanchett, like Cameron Diaz, but we have since, through further investigation, come to the realization that actually their involvement is not yes. there. Yeah. They but, weren't even there. But they a just name that did blow me away, pardon the pun, um, Stephen Hawkins. I'm In s- what world? I'm sorry. I think that you can use this for any scenario in your life. And you say, if Stephen Hawkins managed to have an underage orgy... I can do anything. I can do anything. Yeah. And I think... I mean, must be something to do with the law of physics. How we managed to make all that happen... Dirty bastard. It's just It is filthy, isn't it? they're all equally sick. They're all equally sick. But I think because he has been, again seen as and referred to almost as like a national treasure. Yeah. No one would ever think him to be a dirty he bastard. Was, he was so low on the bottom of the pile of people that I thought were going to be on yeah. there. That it didn't even wouldn't come even, into no, my brain that he was going to be there. Periphery. I did laugh. I mean, you had to laugh. Like, I laughed not because it's funny, but out of sheer fucking shock. Because it is so outrageous. Yeah. Like, it, it's more so how we managed to arrange it mm-hmm. that uh, it's just quite interesting yeah. to me but um i mean it's absolutely disgusting jeffrey rotten hell he's probably not even dead though so whatever no i think he is dead they wouldn't have kept him alive because of everyone that he could have outed true he's but now jelaine's doing it so how is jizzlane because it i think jizzlane Ghislaine maxwell jizzlane <laughs> she may as well be called fucking jizzlane mate um she's fucking i gross. think that they will keep her alive because it would be too obvious to kill her off as well. Mm. Or they will kill her off in a bit. They'll give it a bit of a longer... But look at all these names. Uh, those aren't names from her though, are they? Aren't they from no, the girl that slept is, with Yeah, so Prince it's from Andrew. the girl that was involved. But there are also apparently a load of names that are under lockdown that will never be revealed. So that's got to be your big players. Mm. Like your big players. So if you think Stephen Hawkins is bad... Who do we reckon are the redacted ones? They've got Prince Andrew as like a scapegoat. Probably anyone in like top religious cults parties whatever that may be mm. the pope from all over the world who's really rich though who isn't like royalty or religion but probably elon no because i don't think from an oh true actually no, do you know what i think he's just a bit too out there i think he would just no i a hundred percent i mean bill gates for sure given but then if you think bill gates been there's bill clinton's been on there as has hillary they're both weird. Yeah, but politicians almost are 
have become such a circus throughout the world. They mm. can almost get away with like anything because their sheer existence has become comedic. Like if you think about British politicians as well, it is actually like just a bit of a circus at this point. Mm. So I think they get away with it more. So it's like people almost, re weirdly, I think people almost expect it now yeah. from those kinds. But what about Angelina Jolie's ex, Brad Pitt? Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But then would he really exude enough power to stop his name being on the list if Cameron Diaz True. was on the list? Trump, no surprise. Oh, I mean, obviously Trump was going to be there. Trump wants to fuck his own daughter. That is just, there, there are so many the fucked fact up people said, in the world. And yet they think the queers are the problem. I know. But the fact that he said live on TV that if his daughter wasn't his daughter, he'd fuck her. That is just disgraceful. If my dad ever said that, I'd probably get in my That's car and run over. That's why the Americans are like, make America great again. Because secretly they all just want to fuck their kids, clearly. <laughs> yeah, MAGA. Oh, it's just. Oh, the fucking Trump rallies. Awful. Oh my God. They're like another, they are I mean, like another breed. I mean, it's not that Joe Biden's come in and done any better, to be honest. So like American politics just fucked. Joe anyway. Biden looks like a perv as well. Oh, 100% he's been part of it. Yeah. There's loads of photos of him like touching children and you can see like the kids being like, oh my God. Yeah, they look no. uncomfortable. Yeah, awful. Yeah. Oof. Awful. Oh God, abomination. Is there any other pop culture that we, is there any lesbian pop culture that's relevant at the moment to us? Kristen Stewart is in a new film. Nice. And I G really want to see it. coming to the UK. And we're going to go to their concert on, I think it's the 26th or 27th. I, I don't know. I'm so bad with dates, but yeah, we're going to go and see we're them. be there. Very excited to see them play because they are fucking incredible. Is there any more lesbian news? Lesbian drama's been thin on the ground, I think. I think Jojo Siwa's got a podcast now. Jojo Siwa has got a podcast and Beth McCarthy. Oh, Beth McCarthy. Another good start to 2024 is Beth McCarthy's new song, I Don't Know How to Talk to Girls. If you haven't already heard it, you need to. It's so It's really good. good. We're seeing her for a drink after we record this and I can't wait to get her red in the face. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, we're going to have to up the, up the ante with Beth because we've taken it to quite extreme lengths that mm. it's like exposure therapy. She's almost got better over time because it's gone so far she so has i don't know what we could do she has gotten better but i can still see it in her eyes yeah true and i really do appreciate doing that to her yeah it it fills me with joy i also i, I mean, don't you know you kissed her in front of a crowd of people at our I, event i did so. i did i don't i don't really know how you top that actually finger her okay i don't know <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how much gay panic i tend to get or like, if I can talk to girls, I think I, I think yeah, I can talk. To I don't really think I get gay panic. It really depends. I definitely don't get gay panic with gay girls. I don't know. You do get a bit of gay. I, I get gay panic with quote unquote straight, older, older attractive women. women. No, do you know what it is? I don't get gay panic. I get giddy. I, I get, get silly. I think it's more like I get intimidated rather yeah. than gay panic, but I think it kind of falls under the same, same thing. remit anyway. I do get really giddy though. Yeah. Like if I'm in a situation like that, a woman could tell me to do anything in that moment. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I know. And I'll just do it. You will quite literally do anything. Yeah. Yeah. You are a non-thinker mm. in those moments. Yes. You're an act before you think, which is fine. To be fair, I feel like I'm like that. All the fucking um, time. 
Yeah, like when you curb the alloys on the car, that's an act before yeah, you Yeah, but I also think, God, they're so fucked. They're, what they're is one fucked more... originally because you fucked them really badly. What is one more dent? Yeah, at this point, yeah. I don't even care. But but wouldn't you say that it's almost done you a favour? That you no longer have to stress when you're parking? No, because you don't have to think about that it. that cost a lot of money literally looks like a piece of shit no it doesn't it doesn't look great you can replace alloys i bought you that alloy okay when are you gonna replace freya it's beyond a fucking scratch <laughs> darling half the metal's re- like half the metal is gone but, but, but from a bit of alloy. polyfiller on it sand it over you're not doing any Spray diy on the car i've learned steel. no diy on the car for you no i would never i wouldn't you fuck would up. though i wouldn't you fuck would. up a tesla i wouldn't oh do that's that. fine so you can just fuck up properties but not a tesla mm-hmm. okay fair enough yeah so me and Scarlett, we have seen online, people are doing beige flags. Well, this is actually a little bit of an old trend that was going around on TikTok where people were doing beige flags of their partners. Which is not, so a beige flag is like not a red flag, but also not a green flag It's not either. a green flag. It's just a bit like very peculiar behavior, but it's not damaging. Yes. So it's like very strange behavior that isn't quote unquote normal, mm-hmm. but isn't negatively affecting yeah. anyone yeah okay yeah are you going, going first, first? <laughs> you, okay. you're ready i'll so go, you first. Can go first I'm, i am ready okay so freya's first beige flag is i've put this down as stranger danger because freya has <laughs> this thing where we could be anywhere and she will decide that she thinks someone looks cool is really nice this can be man or women or non-binary it could be any person old young it doesn't matter to freya and if they sound like i'm like picking up a child from the park five seconds give freya quote unquote a good vibe freya will ask them to join us at the pub Mm -hmm. ask them to sit down Mm -hmm. continue to have at times a two-hour conversation with these people Mm -hmm. who not always are strange actually you've you've come across some really cool people but you have no concept of i don't know this person you'll just go all in Mm -hmm. all in Mm -hmm. and i mean i'm i'm chatty but you seem to go like deep conversation Mm. i mean you'll go straight for the fucking core Mm. so that's your first beige flag so it's not necessarily Mm. a bad thing it's not a bad thing okay okay it's not a bad thing it just means that you don't have that thing in your brain which i think most people would do which is like oh they were really nice let's have a quick conversation and move on no No, you're two hours deep instagram mobile number (laughs) planning a dinner date next week like you're all in yeah fine thank you right scarlet's beige flag number one here we go she can't keep a surprise. You can't keep a surprise no. to save your life. And if I do ask you anything, usually, I'd have to say recently you've been a lot better. If I ask you anything about it, you will then just Tell spit you. it out. Yeah, I'll and own that. You can get you can get really annoyed within that like short period of time and then tell me something. I go, oh my God, babe, I didn't even ask. Yeah. But you're like, yeah. Well, I've told you now. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as you buy me a present, you go, want to know what it is? Yeah. Oh, there's nothing for me to say to that. No. I completely agree. Yeah. Next. Oh, Freya's second red red flag, beige flag, is you are every marketer's dream. Mm-hmm. So again, similar to the stranger danger, if it's packaged correctly, if it's at a high enough price point, and if yeah. someone that she is obsessed with 
cult, pop culture wise, aka Emma Chamberlain says it's good. Freya's buying it. Yeah, it's in the basket. It's gone like 50 quid on a hand moisturizer. Emma Chamberlain liked it. So I'm getting it. Yeah. Don't see anything wrong with that. That's fair enough. You were I in 20k of debt by the time you were 21, but I was. But that was not because of cosmetics. It was because I was flying my girlfriend. It was and only out not to because of cosmetics because you were working in Joe Malone yeah. at the time and getting exactly. 50. No, 75 percent off the whole of Estee Lauder yes. brand. If you weren't, you would have been in debt for the cosmetics okay, as well. But one could argue that debt isn't because of cosmetics, though. So that's null and void your debt argument. Which, by the way. I've recently found out that if you leave debt for over six years, it's statute barred and you can just send them a letter. And, and so they, you don't owe it anymore. Yeah, and that's happened to me. Yay! Round of applause. Okay. So your second beige flag is, if you find something that you love, usually a video game, I will not see or hear from you within the next 48 hours. And if you are not Fair playing enough. it, you'll be talking about playing it and wanting to get back yeah. to play it. Yeah, yeah yeah and you guys weren't there for the sim city build it app that scarlett had a really this bad was obsession pre-podcast over. really really bad and we'd literally go over to like a dinner party and scarlett would sit there i'd be hiding it playing it under the table yeah, yeah i would it's I, like taking your ipad I like kid to in dinner my own world i don't really care so you would have rather have been in the sim city build it world that you bought at that, that time built, yeah because their company room. clearly wasn't good enough couldn't have been if i was round the dinner table with millie and Isa, or live or Polly not being or funny though i feel like melly and Isa would have ripped that phone off your hand and lobbed it across the no, room no i think they would have laughed at it melly would have respected the respected my um genuine interest fair enough i don't think it's that it's just clearly at that time the energy in the, that room was actually dead mm. and i thought one well, could argue you were making it worse i probably was but i thought well do you know what i've got an escapism here and i'm gonna fucking use it and off fair i went enough. on to the next one Freya's other beige flag is that Freya cannot sit down to eat dinner without relevant music of said culture <laughs> that we're eating dinner of playing in the background. <laughs> so if we are having pasta for dinner, as soon as the plates hit the table, Alexa, play Italian jazz music. She's going to play it now. Oh, she is going to play it. Here we go. <laughs> This is going to haunt me at my fucking death, this song. Oh. <laughs> Does it make you hungry? Let's fly way up to the moon. <laughs> okay, Alexa, stop. The same as, yeah, if it we are Mexican. Mexican music, it will be... Uh-huh play what what do you say for mexican music it's something specific <laughs> flamenco that, yeah flamenco yeah so and then what happens is i don't necessarily have a problem with that but i do have a problem with like stimulation issues which i don't realize until i'm at the point of boiling point so what will happen is freya will put on this music for dinner which is fine dinner will then finish we'll like clear up whatever and then we'll like just be sat down and then I will wonder why I'm furiously annoyed mm. and then I realize it's because Alexa is still going in the I had to look <laughs> at her then still going <laughs> like, in the background up. so then I'm like Alexa turn off because mm. at this point I'm boiling and then she turns off and I'm like oh, fuck fuck for that it's like turning off an extractor fan yeah or just yeah it, it, I, like, or like a whistle blowing through a window opening. To be slightly. fair, another I think you even get that yourself. Yeah, another beige flag that I've just thought of for you that's not on my list, which is 
Okay, a lot of your sensory issues I can put up with, definitely. But if I try and touch your arm, like quite delicately, I'm not even going to do it now, you will fling your arm. Yeah. I don't blame you for this. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that I really like doing things like that. I quite like being touchy feely. Yeah, but you can do you, it on my leg. So you, you just fine with like a soft rub on no, the leg. No, I don't want, no. See, I don't you know why you can't just touch my leg. Why do you have to stroke it? No, knowing it's nice to like stroke. after five <laughs> years, I don't enjoy it. It's just a little. I don't know why you'd be offended by that. <laughs> I'm not offended. Yeah, but why can't you just do this? Flag. Like I just hold you. Because it doesn't feel natural to me to do that. But just don't do anything then. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. It's a beige flag. Yeah. I can't deal with stroke. Like, I don't know if anyone else listening gets this. But if certain parts of my body are like stroked or kind of tickled delicately, when I tell you I get a lump in my throat that makes me feel like I'm going to cry, throw up and shit myself. That's, <laughs> that's how I feel when you tickle me. Yeah. So imagine that. Yeah, it's awful. But I'm purposely doing it, right, to mm-hmm. annoy you. Mm-hmm. You do this to try and be comforting, even though but I told I you I hate it. it. Sometimes it's such a natural thing. I understand and I completely respect that. It's just like hard not to. And it is a beige flag. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, talking of those types of things and like sensory stuff, Freya's whole mood will be determined by lighting in a room. Yes. So if we go into a room and there's overhead lights <gasps> on, best believe those are going the fuck off. And if they can't yeah. go off, Freya is likely to have a anxiety attack, mental breakdown, and probably throw herself off of a building. I hate main lights. I think main lights are so sterile. They create an awful atmosphere. There's something about it that is so unsettling. To be fair, since being with you, I can see it. Now, I never had it before, like never even thought about it. I can't even tell you how upset to my core I feel when the main light is on. Yeah, I I can understand that. Like I felt like that in the gym this morning when I realised I had to put trainer socks on with my jeans to go home because I couldn't find my actual socks. Yeah. Like that for me is like is is awful it's soul destroying it makes it made me want to cry as well i was getting really it angry is. in the Hold gym on. i need to get my beige flag not yours okay we're nearly there guys i hope you're enjoying no, this I'm therapy enjoying sessions this. of ours no matter what i'm doing yeah you will barge past me and then complain that i was in your way <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah it's i pretty do do that fucking bad i will just be stood there like getting ready or like near the door or something and i'm just like pootling along do 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 all of a sudden Barge! I don't barge. I physically remove you. Yes. I like pick or you, you up and move you. Or you do just kind of like knock your body past me and you're oh, like I'm in the way when you'd only just decided I was going to gonna be in that same space. Yes. And I 100% get it. It's really annoying. And I think it's because in my brain when I'm like I am going from A to B mm-hmm. I've got to get there with no blockers in the way <laughs> and your fat ass is a blocker to me. Okay, but... <laughs> but it's fucking annoying it is it's really it is annoying it i'm is. like crash bandicoot going through it the makes flat. it worse that you get annoyed that i was in your way yeah that actually is that well, the ticket when me. i'm feeling sane i know that that's naughty behavior when are you feeling sane i'm feeling quite sane right now good the final one for you and we've spoken about this before and it's just such a classic is that you have hobbies that last two days yes if so <laughs> two days coloring painting mm-hmm. A bike that you rented that's been tied up around the corner of the mm-hmm. flat for three months, untouched, unused, and mm-hmm. you have the audacity to moan every time you walk past it because someone stole your phone holder. That is annoying. 
Yeah, but the, that person that stole your phone holders probably thought that bike's quite literally been abandoned. So who will care if I steal the phone it holder? It was literally the day after I got that bike. Yeah, but to be honest, you're stupid for putting that on an outside property also, object Also, that bike in is so hard to ride. Yeah, but have you sorted out sending it back or I negotiating can't, with I've the firm? signed a contract. Signed a six-month contract. There would have been there would have been a thirty-day return period within that. There would have been Seriously? because it, yes, because it's sta- it's oh, like I didn't really law. think about it. Honestly, it's just annoying. It is. So like- that's another one. The best one for me, which still is very comedic to our friends, was the full-blown argument that happened between me and Freya in Penzance a few months ago when we were in a gift shop and Freya decided to buy a notebook no bigger than the palm of my hand, and I said why are you buying that and she said because i want to write down the podcast ideas in it and i was like (laughs) that's fine but you won't use it and how much is it classic and it was like eight quid for the tiniest fucking notepad i think i've ever seen so i was like slightly annoyed oh i loved it why do you need to buy that anyway turns into an argument Freya's saying that i can't ever support her that i'm mean that i'm this that i'm that and i was like you can say what you want but my point still stands you will not use this notepad Mm -hmm. Sure enough, two months had passed, messaged the girls in the group chat, Leo and Polly, first page, notebooks, notebooks completely empty. And Nothing I think, in there. I actually think you have put something in there since, just to prove a point. Probably. But you've not used it since one entry. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so yeah, that's your final beige flag oh, from well, me. There's one more from me. It's the way you're smirking whilst... Because there's them. a few and I'm trying to figure out which one I want to read I out. I thought we agreed on six each and you've somehow got to more than that. I don't know how. God, this is getting personal. No, they're not bad. Like, these are actually quite nice, all of them. If your nasal spray oh, yeah. is not within two inches from you at all time, hell will break loose. No, no, no. no. Let me finish. I've got better. Okay. Actually. When you are a tiny bit blocked though and you need your nasal spray and it doesn't matter. No, and it doesn't I'm matter what anything. time. It doesn't matter what time it is. It mm-hmm. could be 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. If that nose is blocked and you can't find your nasal spray, it is everyone's game over. problem. Yeah, yeah, game over. And it is so annoying. And the whole Do time you you're going like this. you understand how it feels to not breathe? <laughs> you're going, I can't breathe. I said, whilst breathing, you go, I can't breathe. Well, obviously I can breathe, but I can't breathe comfortably. I get it, right. Talking of, I actually need to get that right now because I'm congested. Yeah, my nasal spray addiction is horrendous. Mm-hmm. I admit that it's. I don't even want to stop it. Look, honey, it's the same the with me and my chewing is so gum. So bad. I know how it would be stopped. Is that I have to go to a specialist in ears and throat doctor. Mm-hmm. They give you a. It's basically like methadone version for addicts of those of heroin. So they give you a, a like saline solution spray, mm. which is fucking shit because I've been given one for my general GP and it done nothing, if anything, made me worse. Mm-hmm. And basically say to you that in order to get over it, you have to suffer. And I'm not prepared to do that. Fair enough, you've got too much on your plate. This could be giving me long-term issues. Mm. I will deal with the consequences in the long-term because right now I'm happy festering in my Sudafed mm-hmm. and... I choose to do that. I do think, though, I have cut down, haven't I? I think you're a lot better. Because remember, I used to have to take it out to social gatherings and stuff, and now I actually don't yeah, have you to. Don't, you don't bring it, you don't no, bring I don't it, bring it out anymore. Lonely. 
It's like a dummy. Yeah. I have it in my home comforts. You know what? I also think it's because like we live in this flat in London. London is dusty, dirty. Yeah. Anyway, I think if I was back down living in Somerset, I don't think I reckon I'd you'd need problem. it. No, I agree. I think all the pollution in London makes yeah. it a lot worse. Yeah. But London is just really cancer inducing. Yeah. Just generally. But we love it. But we do love it. And um it's a no, toxic I mean, relationship. I've got the same relationship with my chewing gum, so I can't. Yeah, true. People I in should, glass houses. You shouldn't have said that because that could have been on next episode's beige flag. Yeah, but I, yeah, but, go into yeah, it but I also time. think that everyone knows about my addiction to chewing yeah, gum. True. Like it just, it is what it is. Yeah. So talking of then, like beige flags. Yeah. Let's move on to red flags, and not our red flags because I'm not emotionally stable enough to do that. No. But let's talk about lesbian red flags in general and rogue lesbian behavior it's more rogue lesbian behavior that i really Which are all love red flags. talking about because this seems to happen a lot and you lot also message us quite a lot with like scenarios where we're like fucking hell but we see it like in with our, our yeah. friends we see or ex-friends we see this behavior and um also i'm not immune to it either i no, have done neither am i i have done some some shit but i'm enjoying I'm enjoying what's being yeah. done. Like, like right now, I, I'm I'm enjoying watching. Mm-hmm. Well, the devil works hard, but lesbians do work harder. They do, and yeah, I think comparatively to quote unquote straight couples, mm. at like lesbians will take usual things, scenarios mm-hmm. that happen within relationships. So breakups, makeups, cheating, breaks, generally getting back together. It's like they'll take it. Yeah. And they will make it the worst version of that thing that it could be. Mm. So we're not just, we're not cheating. We're cheating with friends. Yeah. We're cheating with best friends. Mm -hmm. We're cheating on best friends with their girlfriends. Yes. Like these scenarios are happening constantly. Constantly. And I want to talk about a couple of them because there's, there's kind of that rogue behavior. Yeah. Where the shit, we have no fucking shame. Yeah. As a, what should we call ourselves as a collective? As a collective, there's no shame. And then also you have the funny rogue side of the behavior, yeah. which is like threesomes. Yeah. The sexting, I feel like is next level when it's like coming, like comes to lesbians. Like all yeah. of that kind of stuff again, mm-hmm. we take it to the next level. We do. So to discuss one specific <laughs> scenario then of like rogue lesbian behavior mm-hmm. and talking about, I mean, we keep it amongst friends yeah keeping it keeping it not keeping it in the family keeping it in the friends baby keeping it in the friends we've definitely been in a scenario before where we were like there was a couple and one of them cheated on their girlfriend with another friend of ours not only did she cheat but she also was like confessing some kind of like love that she felt for this person within knowing her for two hours which is so the ultimatum it's so lesbian but it is the ultimatum you know when like you know when they're like oh well i really want to marry this person but i kind of want to see what my options are like and then they'll sit down with a girl for two hours and they're like i think i love her yeah i think i can do this i think i can do that and it was so that maybe that's why i was never interested in watching the ultimatum because at this point we were fucking living it but also just yeah true <laughs> we, we didn't we, need to watch it we had we our own it. ultimatum we had our we had own ultimatum with. going on yeah i mean it could that could have been if done creatively well enough a film yeah. it's like but that is the type of rogue behavior where it's like people cheat right people do cheat mm, and yeah. i don't think necessarily 
we've spoken about this before, that it is a whole character judgment that people should be complete. I mean, it depends on the person, depends on the situation, but I don't think like cheating is a wholly unforgivable act. No, I don't. There's lots of nuances to it where I feel like if you continuously cheat, Mm. it's an unforgivable Mm -hmm. act. If you get caught out and then cheat again with someone else, it's an unforgivable act. Like things like that. But I think first time cheating, you make a mistake. Mm -hmm. It's, I believe at times part of learning and becoming who you are, particularly when you're younger. Mm -hmm. And people do do it. Mm -hmm. Like let's not lie, people cheat. A lot of you who have listened to this podcast would have cheated. And it doesn't make you a bad person. I'm going to put that out there. I really don't think it does. No, I don't think it does. I think there are so many different things that fall into the why and the how and the the what. Mm -hmm. This specific scenario that we're referring to, the more I look back on it, the more I'm like, "That that was rogue. Because I actually believe it or not for being a brutal, people think that I'm brutal, but I actually have almost the same as you sometimes, a dangerous level of empathy. Yes. So- to a point where it's so bad, but like when I watch those like pedophile hunter videos on Facebook, sometimes I feel bad for them when they get caught. Yeah, no, I know. Same. And I'm like, even though I know that they should be caught and I want them yeah, to be caught, but I'm also like, oh, I feel bad. When they get caught yes. and you see the light go out in their eyes, yeah. I feel sad I for panic them. panic for them as well. Which is, yeah, so this like goes to show the level of, of empathy that I will have to a negative point. So in this specific scenario, I actually felt bad for the cheats. Yes. Because I was like, as much as it's bad to be the cheated, mm-hmm. I would rather be you right now yeah. than be the cheat. Yes. But then since time has gone on and I have reflected and thought about this situation and I put myself in that person's shoes mm-hmm. and think about in detail how that unfolded, mm. I couldn't have done that to you. I know I couldn't have done that to you. There's no way. Yeah. And what makes it worse is that within this scenario, this is two very monogamous people as well that mm. would definitely cast judgment on others for being more open. Open, Like we've mentioned before, yes, we kiss our mates. Like we literally just said earlier, Freya kissed Beth McCarthy in front of a group of people. Like we have that openness to, mm. a, to a degree. I still would never do that. So the fact that it's so strict and that situation occurred. But usually like the, that's the way. Yeah, because the boundary it's is so strict yeah. that it's like you you, you feel this like compelling need to do it because you're like, fuck, I feel trapped. Mm-hmm. My regret in that scenario is playing devil's advocate. This is one thing that I would tell to your friends is just tell the truth, whatever the situation may be. And tell don't, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing, nothing but, but the, the truth, truth. So help me, pussy. Yeah, yeah. Because don't don't play the advocate. But this is where our You're toxic empathy got bad. Yeah, because we were so hell bent on trying to facilitate and help. Mm-hmm. We then ended up not being perfect. It will come back to bite you on the yeah, ass if it, you don't tell the truth. For anything in life. No, but it makes the foundation really rocky. And can I actually just say really, really quickly, whilst we're on about monogamy, we aren't in an open relationship. So many people message, mm-hmm. assuming that we're in an open relationship. People talk about us as if they know, quote unquote, know 
that we're in an open relationship. I know. I don't know how many times on this podcast. Like, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing just wrong with it. We're not in an open relationship. We have m- mentioned that we're monogamish, but we are not open. In an open relationship. No. We are not sleeping with people, getting with people, like... Dating yeah, other people kiss, or... Texting on dating apps. Like, you're like, no. 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 It, that, yeah, that's that's also just never going to be. I've us. had like, girls like ask me out on dates and stuff. And I was like, I've got a girlfriend. They're like, sorry, babe, I thought you were open. But also, no judgment on those that are. No, I but also we're just I not. commend it, but but just not for us. Yeah. So that was rogue lesbian example behavior number one. I want to go into fun rogue behavior. Talking about hilarious rogue behavior though is one that we were witnessing at, up to a certain point recently. I wish I witnessed the whole thing. Which again, I know so many of you will be able to relate to, which is a shocking threesome. Yeah. So one of our friends we were out with and we are in this pub and one of our friends turns around to us and says, oh, there's a girl over there who I'd like matched with or something, but like haven't, didn't reply to or like haven't really spoken to whatever. Anyway, this girl comes over, says, hey, good as God, like straight away, like really Really nice character. She's with her friend. Both really nice girls. Freya does her stranger danger thing straight in there at mm-hmm. the bar. What's your life story? What's your Instagram handle, babe? What's your number? Yeah. Let's get down and dirty. So we're all having conversations, spending the evening together. It was really nice. And our friend was like part of this, but you know, very casual conversation. I mm-hmm. didn't think any like buzz there between these two no. people at all. Like no. whatever. The night progresses and one of the girls invites us all back to her house for a casual drink. So yeah. Like, yeah, of course. Cool. Like, Great, we'll come Strange Stranger no more. Off we've popped. Yeah, she my says she's got champagne and Scarlet skips to the house. Oh, yeah, I'll skip there for basically any booze other than yeah. vodka. Yeah. And we get there and we're all having like a really nice conversation. Like it was just a lot of fun, like, but mm-hmm. no, nothing, no energy that I sense between any single parties in the room. No, no. We then are like, right, we're going. The dog's at home. We need to go home. Yeah. So we get up and leave and we're like, to said friend come with and they don't say no but they don't also say yes so So i was expecting her to just walk down the stairs with us and she just didn't she didn't so we were like all right you're staying yeah next morning we ring up said friend and they're like you okay and they're like yeah i just had a threesome i was screaming with said girl and said girl's best friend who is straight not straight actually no no, neither of them are straight they're both bi okay but i found this so funny and i love it because of the fact that there was like no vibe there and somehow how the fuck do you slip and fall into a threesome like that yeah what makes it even better is that one of the girls got up halfway through after like an hour and um, started crying put her clothes on and left and earlier on in the evening they had said that they had previously slept together, the two girls that were there that we met at that night. So when we heard about her leaving crying, we thought, fuck, maybe she's actually got feelings for this for girl. girl. And she said, like, a- slept together all throughout lockdown, right? Yeah. And maybe she's just in a bad way. Yeah. Couldn't stand to see her sleeping with somebody else, blah, blah. No, no. Turns out she's engaged to a man. <laughs> I mean, the good just gets better. 
It is hysterical. A number of things could have happened to have made her cry that night. Maybe it was the fact that she's engaged to a man, so she feels guilty. She's engaged to a man and she's like, fuck, I really like sleeping with women. What the fuck am I doing? It could have been a combination of the two. Yeah. It could have been the jealousy of the yeah. other girl. There were three different things, I think, probably yeah. stirred into that melting pot. But the fact that she's engaged. But this is what I mean, though, about like the devil works hard, but the lesbians slash queers work harder, right? Because I'm not saying straight couples don't have threesomes. They're all over fucking dating apps asking for a third oh my God, which by the, the way separate conversation is so fucking annoying i remember when i used to be on dating apps oh, and i'd come across a fit girl I know. and then and then you swipe three pictures in she's got some fucking dickhead stood next to her of a turquoise colored polo sh- shirt on white shorts and some fucking brown i'm brogues. sorry can we stop giving men Boat power shoes. can we stop giving ugly men power by being with gorgeous women well it's not even necessary that he was ugly it's just that he fucking existed of course and then it would ugly. be like oh we're experimenting looking for a third i've literally got my preference set to women Mm-hmm. for a fucking yeah, reason but they don't care they think that you'll still do it because in their mind all they've ever watched is like porn movies and blah blah and they're like my lesbian neighbor is coming over and we're gonna have a threesome yeah and also we've spoken about the- this previously lesbians quote-unquote lesbians although you're not lesbian if you're doing this say that they're 100 percent gay and then end up cheating with their other half with a man or girls going out to bars mm-hmm. telling men that they're 100 percent gay mm-hmm. and then somehow going back to their house, sleeping with them, or even getting with them at the bar, is feeding such a fucking harmful narrative. Yeah. No one's telling you that you can't do that. Just don't but call if yourself you are a lesbian. Doing it, just don't call yourself a fucking lesbian. Call yourself queer, call yourself pan, call yourself bi. Call yourself whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Just don't call yourself a lesbian. Yeah. Rant over. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't happen with straight couples, but just picture this scenario in a heteronormative world. Woman goes to bar with men and women friends yes says to men and women friends at bar there is a guy over there with his best guy mate Mm -hmm. that i matched with on hinge spoke to for about a week and then didn't reply to a few months ago Mm -hmm. those people then end up coming over and talking there's absolutely at that time doesn't seem to be any vibe vibe between these people at all the whole friendship group ends up at guy's house no there's no way that this scenario is ending not being heteronormative someone's gonna have same sex sex within this scenario oh yeah you can't you can't relate that it doesn't work it doesn't work well true true but okay let's just say that the same sex did happen but mm-hmm. like they're all straight in their that they've lived heteronormative lives until this point like this is what i mean it just wouldn't happen no and and you know not what? even because they're all women but what i'm saying is even okay even if it wasn't a threesome i can't see the friendship group hanging out all going back to said person's place the guy's place there's no conversation really between guy and girl all friends leave girl then rings up other friends in the morning and says i've had sex all night long with Do you this know person what, though? i think i think that does happen because men are so bad with game women don't really like that but then it gets to the end of the night and they either feel obliged to have sex with them or they're like i'm just horny or they're like yeah i'm just horny fuck it and, True. and the vibe doesn't I mean, really have to be there for either of them if guy ended up fucking girl with guy friend as well i don't think that is gay because guys That's pretty gay no but it's not because guys do have threesomes two guys one women but the guys don't 
have sexual encounters. I'd be interested to hear everyone's, the girl. everyone's thoughts on this. I think a guy and guy with a woman threesome is pretty gay, regardless of if they're having sex or not. I think there's something homoerotic about okay, it. Okay, homoerotic. It's homoerotic. I don't think it's gay. I agree, homoerotic. Because, but I think a lot of they enjoy watching the woman getting fucked by a guy. You know? Yeah, but we like watching gay porn. A lot of lesbians like watching gay porn. True. So I don't really think... It's like so complex, but it's yeah. It's so complex. Rogue lesbian behavior is next level. Yeah. I There are so many scenarios that we just... I mean, we see it in the media as well. We've seen it with like the Fletcher, Shannon, Becky situation. We've seen it with mm-hmm. the Jojo Siwa, <laughs> Soph, Avery situation. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with... What trauma can we create online? I want to do something. What can we do? I don't know. Our friends are too unproblematic. Mm. We need... Unless me and you were like quite prepared to put everything on the line. Break it up. It would be hard. Get with other people. Should we break Get up? Back together. Agree to Get do, married. Break up. Treat the podcast as the, the divorced... Sorry, the child. Mm-hmm. And we do bi-weekly episodes where one records one week, one records the other week. Yeah. That's our joint custody. Yeah. Because I'm not giving up the podcast. I wouldn't do no. that to the girlies. And then we go fucking AWOL. Mm-hmm. And then we plaster the, the coming back together online. We do an episode and then you know the title is dot 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 guess what and then i go hi everyone and then you go hi and then everyone goes oh we're back we're well back. it was like that iconic which people still go on about which i think was a lot of lesbians roman empire you can't relate to this but i can it's like the same as everyone knows where they were when they heard that michael jackson died no i know i know where i was i know where i was yeah Everyone does, is yeah. what I'm saying. I know where I was when Shannon and Cammy released their breakup video. And I know nearly every single fucking lesbian <laughs> listening to this. Where were you? I was in an airport flying <laughs> from Bali to Thailand. <laughs> crying. Did I didn't cry? even watch their videos. Did you cry? Yeah. Fuck off. I swear, I didn't even watch their videos. You must have been emotionally... I, when Unstable. I met Shannon, I told her I cried. That's so she probably funny. thought it was so fucking Insane. weird. No, I said it being like, I know it's fucking weird. It's so unlike me, but I literally cried for you. Joe, you know what was so... I wasn't crying because I was upset that they'd broken up, by the way. I couldn't give a fuck about that. Oh. I was crying because I was upset for them. <laughs> Got you. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't no, crying because my idols were upset or anything like that. I was crying because I could feel... Actually, I could really feel how upset Cammy was yeah. and it was a hard watch. But I know lesbians tell me that that is your Roman Empire. Okay. Can we do some more Roman Empires yes. really quickly? My Roman Empire is Madeleine McCann. I think about Madeleine McCann at least four times a week prior to lose. I think about the whole situation. I think about the fact that her parents are like, in my head, 98% guilty. I think about the detail. Okay, this one is so <laughs> weird. Go on. My Ro- <laughs> my Roman Empire, mm. one of them, is a paddling pool I had as a kid. Really? I think about being in that paddling pool probably about two times a week. No. Yeah. Because I love paddling it's, pool was it? It was quite a big one? one. It was like a 10, no, it was like a 10 foot one. Mm-hmm. And I would be out in it literally just swimming around in circles like a fish in a fucking tank for hours yeah, on end I used to love doing shit like that like goggles until, as well until like nine o'clock at night as well Aww. cold it would be fucking freezing yeah what, I just keep on going around yeah I loved it yeah I, I can I loved can see it. that any opportunity to be in a paddling pool spoken about it before 
um, my year six primary school teacher. What, I think, you think about her quite often? I think about her at least once a month. Really? Yeah. I think another Roman Empire of mine, I think talking about pools, there was a specific pool in this one place that me and my family and extended family went to once in this like hotel and the pool was kind of like closed down. But you know what kids are like? They're like, I'm going to go in. And it was in this like dingy tent and there was just like insects all over the floor. And I think about it often. I get flashbacks of that. It wasn't like it was traumatic, but I just randomly think about it. And I think about how I felt, what the smell was like, everything. I think about that at least once a week. At least. Ours are weird because I think like people generally have Roman empires about pop culture things. And yeah, our Roman empires are about our childhood. And pools. Well, mine's about Madeleine McCann. I feel like Madeleine McCann's yeah, quite a good one. I feel like I have got more. I've definitely got pop culture one. Hold on, let me think. Sims has been my Roman empire. Yeah. Since I played it ever since the age of 12 to the point where <laughs> I've now got Sims again. Can you do any Simlish? No. Please try. No, give it a month and let Please me get try. back into the game. No. Norona. That's not right. Ikba. That's not right. Hashama. That was okay. Yeah, so Sims has yeah. been my Roman Empire, but now it doesn't need to be anymore because I'm actually going to be doing it. Another Roman Empire of mine is Lady Gaga saying in that interview, if you could do anything and not have any consequences, what would you do? And she just goes, looks so deadpan and goes, die. That Mine one I always think about. It's Halsey in that shopping market. Oh my God. Where are you? I'm so sorry. It's when she's tapping. I cannot sleep. I cannot Oh do. my oh God. Oh my God. That is one of my... Re- and also... No, 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 no. Come, come on. on. Does anyone remember <laughs> that kid on YouTube? I want him to come on the podcast. A fucking legend where he used to do all the... Because like- he's definitely gay. <laughs> it's it just so funny like no 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 come on it's come, you i think about him often yeah i also think about i'm in me mum's car often i also think about a boom boom everybody say wiho wiho <laughs> i think about a lot i think about you <laughs> <laughs> pretending to do ballerina moves in here slipping on the <laughs> flooring the the wooden flooring and cracking your uh, eye socket that was bad (laughs) i've got video footage of that does anyone want to see it another roman empire for me mr blobby i think about mr blobby yeah fair and postman all the time time. i think about that cunt all the fucking time (laughs) okay we're not talking well horrifying things that we think about Shall we find today's horror story? Imagine if I had a Mr. Blobby kink. Imagine if I wasn't turned on until... <laughs> Unless you were to walk in the room in a Mr. Blobby outfit going, Blobby, Blobby! <laughs> That's our, that is our media problem. Like, Scarlett and Freya, host of the Lesbian Supper Club, get exposed for... Um, Blobby kink. <laughs> children cartoon kink. And just every week, I have to dress up as something else. You can, like we Mike Wazowski, like Sully. Um, Another Roman Empire real quick. Trisha Paytas. Trisha Paytas, but specifically Trisha Paytas doing, I love you, Jesus. No, mine for me is Trisha Paytas ordering likely fake Adam Sandler merch off eBay. <laughs> and spending a fortune on it. Another Trisha Paytas one. It was the specific scene of Trisha Paytas having her back to the camera when she was reenacting that scene with Hilary Duff going, this is what dreams. And then she goes, dreams. 
means that is that L- lives is in the other room laughing because i think she lived do you know what i mean it was lizzie mcguire thank you why was i saying hannah montana trisha paytas doing lizzie mcguire is honestly an image that i'm never gonna get out of my head and i i never want to okay neither of us have even read nor vetted this lesbian horror can i story. read it Yes, you can read it because we aren't organized, as you will know by now. But I think this one's going to be quite good. Okay, let me see. Here's the story. About six months ago, I was hired to work for a bridal shop in Manhattan. I've done that too, babe. I'm the only lesbian on the team aside from the two to three bi girls who are all dating men. Anyways, as time goes on, I can tell that some of the girls may not be as straight as they seem, asking questions about my dating stroke sex life and are a little too intrigued. Classic. They love it, don't they? Yeah. In December, our shop has an annual holiday party. This year, for whatever fucking reason, we went bowling and all of the girls were worried Death. because they have these long ass dagger nails and kept <laughs> making jokes about cutting three of them off so that they could I bet their nails hold the bowling stunk ball. after. Uh, I'm sorry, but the bowling nails are and no one got the joke. Oh, right. Okay. So anyways, we go bowling. There's an open bar, margaritas, beer, wine. Oh, I would have a brilliant time. We're drinking, getting tipsy and having a great fucking time. My outfit this night was like super gay. As a joke, I wore this stupid snapback hat that I originally bought for a Magic Mike Halloween costume that says King on it. Classic. <laughs> the whole night, all of my co-workers were running around stealing my hat like fucking middle school girls. It was hilarious. The party starts to come to an end, but earlier in the week, I had suggested that we go to a bar afterwards. Our holiday party was in Brooklyn, just a few blocks away from the woods, and it was a Wednesday. I'm assuming you probably know, but for those who don't, Wednesday night at the woods is lesbian night. Oh, okay. I thought she meant like the literal woods. I mean, it could be. It could be a load of lumberjacks in the woods. I told all my co-workers with full disclosure what to expect. Nevertheless. Assuming she's uh, she's American, right? Co-workers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But this is in Brooklyn. Colleagues in the UK. Oh, sorry, Brooklyn. They were all super fucking down to go. When we first got to the bar, it was kind of slow. But within the hour, you literally could not move because there were so many lesbians. I want to go here. Okay, now backtracking a bit. Myself and one of my co-workers who will call Harper to protect her identity. I like constantly beefing at work. In the past, she's made comments about how my hair looks like I just got out of bed or how she hates the music that I play and other dumb shit. She's very blunt, but at the same time, very professional and definitely knows how to work her audience. She's also super close with all the other girls at the shop. You get the vibe. I know where this is going. Fast forward, we're dancing and all of a sudden she starts getting super close to my face. Not once, but three times. The third time this happens, I look her in the eye and say, are you about to kiss me? For a split second, she thinks about it and says, yeah, why not? She starts making out with me and it was so good. So this is the girl that's been mean to her? Yeah, classic. Classic. Eventually, two of our other co-workers pulls us off each other. Ten minutes later, Harper has to go to the bathroom. Myself, along with one of the other girls, go with her. While standing in the crowded line, the other co-worker who came with offers to get our stuff from the coat check. She leaves, so once again, we start making out in the line. I can feel it starting to escalate, so I pull back. I verbally make sure she is chill with what's happening, stroke about to happen, and ask for consent, to which she responds, oh, absolutely, I'm fully aware. Okay, now at this point, we are next in line. Lol. She follows me into the stall. We start hooking up. It goes on for at least five to ten minutes and it's so fucking hot. Sorry, this is again like rogue lesbian behavior. We're doing this as a common thing all the time. This is normal. Just going back to like the start of this episode where we spoke about Beth McCarthy's new single. Don't know how to talk to girls. The whole thing is based about girls doing this. So the music video is literally girls doing this in In the bathroom. In a bathroom. 
suddenly we hear a knock at the door. It's our co-worker in a panic. Harper yells, yeah, I'll meet you outside. Our co-worker, our co-worker leaves. But moments later, the security guard comes in hot, banging on the door. He screams, hurry up, you need to get the fuck out right now. I'm struggling to put my top back on so that we can get the fuck out of this bathroom. I've, I've had the exact same situation before. We meet our friends at the front and they're all calling cars to go home. I live in Brooklyn, so my plan was to take the city bike home. However, you guessed it, my phone dies. So Harper says she'll stay with me until my phone turns on and also will walk me to the bike stop. Laugh my ass off. Okay, bold bitch. Portable charger in hand, we arrive at the bikes. The sexual tension that we could both feel was unparalleled. This time, it's not just a cute silly makeout. No, we start fucking in <gasps> the street, <laughs> in the middle of a very public area. The- See? Again, this this ties into this episode so well. The kind of sex you can't get out of your head for weeks, pushed up against a metal fence. I'm fucking her so good that she's basically screaming. Oh my God. I'm pretty positive at least two people walked by us at some point, but honestly, I was so deep in the moment that I didn't even realize. This goes on for over an hour, (gasps) but we both agree it's best not to tell anyone at work. But there is a caveat. She's in a relationship with her stupid fucking high school boyfriend and has been with him for over 10 years and they fully live together. Fuck my life. Unfortunately, I still have to see her every day at stupid work, hear about her stupid ass boyfriend and fight the urge to tell everyone that she is actually super fucking gay and we fucked. We still haven't talked about it, but I'm thinking this just might happen again. Yeah, she's waiting for the next party. SOS from a gay girl who just can't stop getting involved with this stupid fucking straight girls. How do I break this cycle? <laughs> can't she help just you said, there. I can't wait for you to have an event in New York. Please be soon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, definitely. Story, yeah. Babe, I'm going. I want to go to the woods. I know that this is why she was mean to her. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's textbook. But asking us to tell you how to break the cycle, I don't think the cycle can be broken. Let me tell you why. I think all you sick fucks secretly like it. Yeah. Be real. Would it have been that hot if she was fully available? No, no. It wouldn't have. No. It just wouldn't have. So let's just all accept our slight toxicity, mm-hmm. move on and not play the victims. Obviously, we can be victims if this woman, women, if these women promise us the world mm-hmm. and then fuck us over. Very different. Yeah. But we are not the victim when we are sleeping with these women. In a very hot knowing, scenario. Yeah, in a very hot scenario. You know what their situation is. I don't know if she knew. Well, she must she have known. With her. Yeah, yeah, she, she must have known. So I'm sorry I don't feel bad for you. This is clearly <laughs> a type that you like and secretly love. Mm-hmm. So until you're over that phase in your life, girl, it's going to have fun with it. You. Yeah. But shagging in the street for an hour is like, Look. Wow. It's pretty iconic. I thought we were bad in the car on the first date, but yeah. at least we're in the car. Yeah. And it's not the only time. Oh, I mean, that time that we were in the car and the police pulled up next to us. Yeah, I shit myself. I have never been so fucking scared in, in my all life. my life. No, it was game over. We can talk about that on the next episode, yeah. actually, in more detail. But honestly, my advice would be keep it as lighthearted as possible and just have fun. Fuck it. Yeah, or just ask her but Mm. i think she's absolutely right what's happening is the straight girl's waiting for the next party Mm -hmm. best believe next work party Mm -hmm. she is turning up this is another one where i just need updates she's turning up and she's turning out yeah like she is going to mark my words at the next work party she's gonna be feral she's gonna be feral she's gonna be shotting early Mm -hmm. early doors She's going to be pissed early doors. Let me tell you why. Because she needs some Dutch courage through the booze. Mm-hmm. So 
the quicker she gets the Dutch courage, mm-hmm. the more shagging she can have throughout the night. By the way, also very true to Americans listening. When we say pissed, we mean we mean drunk, not drunk. angry. Oh yeah, yeah. The more but, drunk she'll get. Yeah, and that's on that. I feel like that tied up everything nicely. That did. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Fucking Year. Year of the Vengeance, baby. Year of the Vengeance. Year of the straight girl abomination. Mm-hmm. Year of the continued rogue behavior. Year mm-hmm. of the keeping it in the friendship groups. Year, year out of, of the keeping it in the friendship groups. It's the year out. No, we can keep it in the friendship group because we're all honest about it. Oh, yeah. As long as you're honest. And Love you guys. on... Period. And, and that is on Gypsy Rose. That is on Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Imagine she comes out as a lesbian in two years. Iconic. Iconic. I want her on the podcast. I would do anything to sit down with her I right just now. don't know what she would want to talk to us about. I want to talk to her about everything. Like everything, every detail. What We were saying this earlier, what was her first meal when she came out? I want to know what that was. Well, we could also ask her about like her, like, sexuality all of that stuff like who are we to say that she's not a pansexual queen you don't know know. she might come on the podcast get the lesbians going feral in the dms Mm -hmm. dump her husband Mm -hmm. even if he's got a huge cock we've got strap-ons bigger and the next phase of gypsy rose is gypsy rose queer gypsy rose queer it's in the name gypsy naomi watts what a fucking program yeah and on that note see you next week see you next week love you guys love you bye